Welcome back to the Meddling Kids podcast, your groovy review of Scooby-Doo. I'm Julie Kin, and today I'm joined by my special, and I mean that in all the different connotations, friend Clayton. Clayton is the host of the Scooby-Doo Justice Project, one of my favorite podcasts and absolutely my favorite Scooby-Doo podcast. So welcome, Clayton. Hello. This is really fun to be on and talk about Scooby-Doo in a funny way. It's fun to have you on and hear your natural tone of voice. (laughs) I got to tell everyone, just in case you've never listened to the Scooby-Doo Justice Project, this is a a very unique podcast, which now I'm going to give my recap of it here, but please, Clayton, interrupt me or restate it if I get it wrong. But basically, it comes in with the assumption that Ralph Cramp, who Clayton plays, is a Scooby-Doo, I guess, theorist and conspiracist, if that's the right word, who assumes that this is kind of a documentary series and that many of the villains in the season one and possibly later of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, were innocent men maligned by the Scooby gang. And he goes through in excruciating detail in a really hilarious way, proving that these folks were innocent by pointing out a lot of the inconsistencies in the cartoons. That, you, that is exactly right. You've got yes. it. Awesome. Score. <laughs> it's unlike anything I've ever heard, and it makes me laugh out loud. It's incredible. Let's have a listen to a quick sample. This is Ralph Cramp, independent investigator and spokesman for the Scooby-Doo Justice Project. You know that the purpose of our group is to clear the names of the so-called villains, the men who were framed and then hauled off to who knows where, as depicted on the 1969 television series Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? You also know that we receive tremendous pushback. Again, this week we had an anonymous caller ask if our fridge was running. And again, we do not know how he could tell, but he was correct. Our fridge was running. However, this time we immediately contacted our electric utility. They confirmed that they are not placing these calls, and in fact, they claim they have no way of knowing when our fridge is running. This malicious harassment reminds me of the similar treatment the unfortunate Henry Bascombe received at the hands of Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Norville, who is often referred to as Shaggy. The entire incident was documented in the episode titled The Spooky Space Kook. How did you come up with the idea? Just about every day I come up with a million dollar idea. <laughs> this, <laughs> it would be like things like, hey, if Harley Davidson made a lawnmower with really long chopper handles and gave away a, a vinyl vest, that would be a bestseller. Right? Million dollar idea, right? Right. Or Steinway came out with an outdoor piano that would go on your deck. So these, these, these are the kind of big, big ideas I come up with. So one day, my son, who's college age at the time, I said, you know it would be really funny? Because we were all listening to Serial and um, yeah. Real Crime Profile. Those things where we go back and we, we sift through the evidence and go, hey, wait a minute. Maybe this guy wasn't guilty. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if somebody went and looked at Scooby-Doo that way? And so oh my gosh. that was it. And my Oh, and here's, and here's why I did it. And my kids, both my son and my daughter, go... They looked at me and they go, wow, that's not usually as stupid as most of your ideas. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And I was trying to think of then what's the hardest hitting. It's right on the edge calling something a justice project because there, there's, yeah. there's some very good innocence projects. But I don't know. I felt like it's, it's ripe for parody. 
So Okay, so what's your process? Because it's not just you on the podcast. You have some co-conspirators, I guess, and they your the other actors and participants, I guess, uh, seem to buy into the theories between zero and ten. Yes. Oh, and by the way, I should also insert, the reason I picked on Scooby-Doo is because even as a kid, and I think most people see this, the Scooby-Doo show would oversell what the monster <laughs> could do. And yeah. then later they would pull the head off, and it was this overweight middle-aged man. And I remember the, the, the Yeti episode where he was running up the side of mountains. He was flying right, hundreds right. of feet. And then it's this, this old fat guy that looks like he couldn't go up a flight of stairs. And then you're going, wait a minute. Well, that, he could not have done all the things the kids saw. Anyway, so that's Scooby-Doo has left itself open for reexamination. So the friends are actual, because Clayton is not my real name. And we talk about, on the show, we talk about Ralph Cramp is not actually Ralph Cramp's real name. It's all highly secure. And so I can say this, that my friends I roped into this, they're real people I know. Um, <laughs> they're very good sports. My criminal researcher actually has a felony. And he's a very good sport. And I draw, oh, quite, awesome. a, I draw quite a bit from their lives. And my, my legal consultant, <laughs> he's, he's not an attorney, but his wife did like come three hours from becoming a legal assistant or whatever. And so that's what, that's his, you know, right, that's his legal qualification. Right. So they're all real. And then our film consultant, oh yeah, and get this, so our, our one guy, he's an assistant funeral director. Our <laughs> other guy, he's in, these are, we're all in different states. Another one, he's a VP in a, in a financial company that manages billions of dollars. And so wow. just to protect them, right, this is a funny thing we, we do to get together. Yeah. And then there's the gal, we talk a lot about Marion, she's like a silent She's like a foil. Is she your wife? No, uh, uh-uh. a friend. Actually, these are most of us are friends from back in college, which is many, right. many years ago. And so she's a former oh, school so teacher cool. who did it. So, if you have people from your past that you just want to keep in touch with and do something great with, podcasting is perfect for that. That's why my brother and I started the station wagon, just so we'd have an excuse to goof around and get together and do fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. It kind of forces you, right? Right. It kind of forces you to get together. And yeah, yeah. We don't have huge listenership. I, can, I keep waiting for that call. Of course. Right? The big call from Hollywood. But um, <laughs> it, if what it's accomplishing as far as just staying in touch with these yeah. good friends who are spread all across the country, it's been really good. That's awesome. And I noticed you just joined Podfix Network. Congratulations on being a network shell. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yes. It's a big yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris had been after me for a while. No, that's great. Well, I think our listeners should definitely start trying your podcast as well. The two are not overlapping whatsoever. Meddling Kids, we just give you the review of the episode with a few weird theories thrown in. But to really dive into the Scooby-Doo Justice Project is just so fun. You will never look at Scooby-Doo the same way again, but it's still loving. You know, it doesn't make you turn off from the show by any means. It's not like watching, you know, off-color Muppets fanfic or anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we keep it clean. We keep it clean. And though we've had... We've had said some words that turned out to be very hateful in other cultures oh, that we didn't know about. For real? They were? No, 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 no. Oh. Like, like my, my ancestors are from Nova Scotia. Okay. So I said that these words that we used, then it would turn out a week later that, oh, no, that's an offensive term in Nova Scotia. So that was the joke. Okay. But no, I, they're, I, actually not, they're actually not. They're actually not. I'm so gullible. Right? I, I thought it Everything's was a joke. Everything's <laughs> 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 And so actually, okay, here's another thing that's fun. Two things. Our, our podcasts really are different. I really enjoy how you describe an episode. You do such a great job of like bringing it to life. And so in our show, because I was thinking, wow, this 
a lot, there's lots of people doing that with kind of a funny twist. So we've kind of mm -hmm. gone away from that. Oh, yeah. You have to do it a little bit, right, to analyze it. Right. So anyway, we, we only overlap a little bit that way. We try not to do that. Oh, yeah. Secondly, we do, um, we're probably the only Scooby-Doo podcast that will record segments on location. <laughs> so if there's been, like, there was a ravine in Never Ape and Ape Man. Remember, there's an ape yeah, on, oh, yeah. on a ravine on a, I actually went to a ravine and record, I was actually going to record over the ravine and it was too loud. I oh couldn't, there was a gosh. river rushing. That's so I had to amazing. go a little ways away. So I recorded <gasps> oh like literally at, at a ravine. Um, the thing where uh, I talk about being in the desert. Yeah. Or, um, I literally, I recorded that in the Southwest desert. Oh my gosh. Um, the dressing room. I recorded that in a dressing room or around, remember in a, in a, in a actual <laughs> garment store. Oh my goodness. Amazing. And, but the stuff in, Sco in uh, Nova Scotia, I actually recorded it in Nova Scotia. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> if, if you were a character in Scooby-Doo, I mean, which of the characters do you think is most like you in personality? I mean, I you know I kind of like to think I was Fred, but I know we all do, don't we? So I'm probably bit. Shaggy. You know, I did a lot of track. <laughs> you know, Shaggy was pretty good at, remember, he's pretty oh, yeah. fast. And, and, and a gymnast. Lanky. Yeah. So and he kind of wears rumpled, wrinkled clothing. Yeah. So that's that's probably going to be me. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. How can our listeners hear Scooby Doo Justice Project? How can they get in touch? Obviously through uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all the players. All the players. If you if you type in Scooby or Scooby Doo, we show up. Yeah. Uh, if you just type in Do, I don't I don't know if we show up. But, <laughs> don't risk it. And then we do. Here's what's really funny. And this is really I've, a strange thing about podcasting. We we picked up a pretty big following on Instagram. Yeah. So we have over 5,000 followers. But here's the thing. They're, I don't think they listen to the podcast. <laughs> but they like the art. Well, they like the funny. We post like yeah. funny research on Instagram. So people like that. We've heard a lot of that. But they're like a, almost, they're a completely different demographic. That's so which funny. Which is really funny. So, it, it's, but anyway. It's really cool. I mean, you post really hilarious things on Instagram. So I could see that. But hopefully there's a bit of a conversion rate for you at some point. On the show, you play Ralph Cramp, who is very, very serious and I, I gotta say, it's just such a kick to hear you talk with your natural cadence. So listeners, after you've listened to Scooby-Doo Justice Project for a while, come back, re-listen to this episode, and just enjoy the melodious sound of Clayton's voice. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. And uh, hopefully you can come back and visit us again soon. That would be fun. I really enjoyed it, Julie. Thank you. We'll shoot on location. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye.